loading. We are live. Hello. Welcome back to the After Hours Demo Hello. Podcast. What's up, guys? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sammy. I am a dentist. I'm joined by my co-host. Do you mind introducing yourself, guys? Dr. Ashley. And, and Dr. T, Dr. Daryl Torculus. Dr. Daryl Torculus, a beautiful soul. Beautiful soul. Today's topic is going to be, um, did social media destroy dentistry? What do you guys oh. think? Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about You'll it. You'll have a song for that? Yeah, <laughs> don't you have a button for that I'll one? I'll do a little, oh no, not that one. Wow. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, today's topic is going to be about social media and dentistry. Some really quick announcements. We do have a second YouTube channel and we're eventually going to transfer the podcast to that YouTube channel. It's called the After Hours Dental Podcast. It should be linked below. If you don't see it, I'll link it after the show. Also, um, I do want to encourage everyone who's watching, if you're watching and you want to comment, if you want to do a live chat and chat with us, you know, we want to promote a community and discussion. So please feel free to um, message us, whether you're a dentist, a patient, a dental student, and we'll try to get to your questions. Okay. And then any other announcements yeah. we have to say? Any uh, other announcements? Did you talk about the other channel? Talked Clips? about the other channel. Oh, okay. All right. We're good to go. Cool. So. Um, Dr. Ashley, why don't you start us off with our first topic? Okay. First topic question is, do you guys think all dentists should be on social media? Why or why not? Pros and cons. Should everyone be on social media? Is that the new thing? Daryl, why don't you start it off? Uh, I think social media is a great thing for yourself, for branding. Um, I think everyone should be on it. But in regards to dental... It, I mean, it's, I don't know, like, it's kind of hard for me. It's more personal. I started back. So, for example, my Instagram 2012, and then when I was scrolling back trying to prepare for this podcast, I was like, oh, it's evolved from, you know, the stigma of dentists shouldn't be marketing to now it's like, I don't really care. I just post my cases um, and whatnot for those to see and share my work. You know, obviously with the cases, the patients, you know, I let them know like, hey, is yours a perfect case study and they allow me to take photos and share it but you know there was a transition for that uh i think everyone should but for dentistry it depends on what your target is and what you're trying to do because there's so many now that are doing that yeah do you guys feel though that like we're going into this era where everyone wants transparency like as much as possible so do you feel like patients want to be able to go in and see all these photos of your work or see you um, on social media, maybe they want to see you in on a more personal level to feel more comfortable coming to see you. I mean, I, I could speak a little bit to that. Uh, personally, I do believe that, especially if you're going to be a private practice owner, in order to combat, you know, the onslaught or, or, you know, all these corporate offices taking over and they have a huge marketing budget for someone who owns a small private practice or a boutique private practice, I think the one benefit you have is that creative outlet of sharing your cases online and um, posting. And, you know, I think that's a really great way to connect with your patients for them to see your work. And I do believe that um, because you were talking about transparency, I do think that, you know, that is kind of, it's kind of like that Chipotle concept where you go and you see all the ingredients in front of you and it's a clean kitchen and people are welcomed into that environment. You go back partly because of that environment. I do think that people want to see the work that you're doing. And I can go on and on about this because, you know, photos can be manipulated. Oh, yeah. Videos can be manipulated. Um, People now understand that, that Photoshop, you can um, distort photos. And there's this whole, you know, what are the ethics behind 
um, using these type of things. But so anyways, I do believe that um, social media is important for most dentists. Sammy, why don't you say something? Because I know out of all of us, Sammy feels very strong supporter of, of YouTube. I think there's a lot of uh, maybe dental students watching this or young dentists. Should they be on YouTube right now? Should they be starting now? Um, what do you think? So, I, you know, I used to think that YouTube was the only platform you should be on because it's a search engine. It's like the second largest search engine only to Google, which is its parent company. And if you have searchable content, that's content that people can look up and find you and, and go from there. But I think every platform has its benefits, you know? And if you're a young dentist, one of the things that you can control, I just had an interview recently with Amon Preet. He has a channel, Dental Secrets, where I talked about this. Um, but one of the things that you can control as a young dentist until you get to that practice ownership phase is, um, you know, getting on social media, um, showing your work, providing education to people, because there is this mass spread of disinformation out there um, from people who are not dentists talking about dental concepts. And I think that it's our responsibility as practitioners to, you know, get on these platforms and use them to provide accurate information, or at least from information that we've been taught and um, share our point of view uh, so that people can um, get the best information possible. I think too, think? a lot of the, I would say younger generation, that's where they're going for information. You know, you go and, I mean, when I need information, I go on YouTube and I look up a YouTube video. Um, again, I think websites are still important, but I think we're getting in this trend where people aren't going to websites as much and they're looking on social media. These younger generation, they want to follow, you know, I follow my dermatologist on Instagram, you know, and I like to see what they're doing. I like to see what the staff is doing or the doctor. And then I feel this connection to my dermatologist who probably doesn't know who I am, but you know, I know who she is. She doesn't know who I am, but you know, people want that connection, I think. And, um, again, I think that's where people are going more and more for information. They want to see videos. They want to see how it's done. But you know, there are, I would say this, that maybe there are some people who maybe aren't the best or maybe don't yeah. want to go on camera Yeah. or people that don't, um, you know, don't love social media. And I get that. Maybe they want to get away from it. Is it, is it necessary as a dentist to be on these platforms in order to um, <clears throat> grow your patient population and have a successful business. What do you think, Daryl? I think it is important because um, now you're nowadays it's all about attention. So the new dentist out there and documenting all their stuff, like that's awesome. I wish I did that back in the day. Cause you know, there's this whole stigma dentist shouldn't be marketing, yada, yada, yada. But nowadays you're, Instagram is your portfolio. So if I am hiring or whatever, I like to take a look at their work, you know, see like, okay, are they doing the same things I'm doing? What are they doing differently? And are they true to their work? Um, see what they've done. Um, also, we're all social people, right? So I'd want to follow my dentist and be like, is he cool? Like, <laughs> oh, what can I talk to him about kind of thing? So there's that aspect. So it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I want to, like, if I know them comfortably, then your appointments, it's a lot easier. It's a relationship. You know, we're in the service business, but at the same time, it's also dependent on relationships. So this is just one aspect of the relationship. Which is another topic, which we'll talk about soon. And about I think consent. that's some of the, the power of, of social media is showing patients what's possible. 
And, and it's very, if you explain it all in four, sometimes people, they can't always understand what we're, we're saying or a certain procedure. And I know uh, me and Sammy have done this multiple times where we discuss a procedure. And unfortunately, sometimes we don't have 30 minutes with a patient to sit and describe one procedure. So obviously, you know, we describe what we can. And then a lot of times we will send them a video we've made about that procedure, about the difference between crowns and veneers. We send them a video that we've made. And I think it's kind of cool. It's a video we made. They see our face and we can describe it in a lot of detail. And I know Sammy's done that. And patients have then gone forward with the treatment after seeing the video he made. Yeah, I mean, I, d I did that just today, actually. Um, the beautiful thing about having a collection of videos that you've made is that, um, well, you can also find any videos that you want to send out. But if yeah. there's a difficult concept, and as dentists, all of you guys know that we're busy and we're going from room to room and we're trying to give our patient all of our attention and care. But the reality is there's a limited amount of time. And um, typically what you do in those cases is you can bring the patient back and have another consultation appointment to describe cases. But another way to do it is that if you have a video on hand, if you have a video about dental implants, if you have a video about dental crowns, crowns versus veneers, you can send that video link. It's a long form video that you made on your own time that you explain thoroughly and it's going to really um, push the point across. And I think that, you know, for now, there's so many limited videos on this. So a uh, few dentists and hygienists and assistants who are making videos out there. But I do believe in the future, it's going to be like a wide assortment. And I think that people that are, um, it, this once again is my prediction. I don't know if it's true, but I think in 10 years that people that are local who have made videos, it's going to be higher in search in that local community. And I think you're going to be more discoverable. And I, and I think that it's going to help your practice. But even more importantly, it's going to help patients become more informed, more educated, and get some sort of value from you before they even set foot into your practice. But we did skip over Daryl. Daryl, what was your reaction? What's, what was your reaction to that video? In terms of just using it as a social well, just, media? Well, oh, just, you know, emotions, overall reaction, and then maybe in terms yeah. of social media? I think... If you want to cry, you can. It's okay. <laughs> I think these reaction videos of a patient is probably the best type of videos you can for mm -hmm. your practice. People like to, sh to see the before and after, which is probably the second best because it's like you see how they came in and then the end result, what you did. And then to see them, you know, experience joy, cry, that's what moves. That's what moves the person on the other side is like, oh, I want to get that done. I want to feel like that person. I want to be her. So it wasn't that. So, and then, you know, then that causes them to reach out and be like, okay, Dr. So-and-so, I happen to know that doctor. I can follow him on social media. <laughs> um, that then just people will know him that he did that case. And then it's like, then he gets all these leads. He gets all these uh, patients. And I've seen it. He's grown. And yeah, I mean... If you can get those before and after, especially those reactions to the, what they've gone through, then that's money right there. I mean, yeah, what's interesting, just a quick point about it, is that like you see the before and after, but you don't see all the work that went in yeah. in between. You don't see all the, yeah. the, you know, when you're doing these type of big cases, it takes a lot of time and effort and energy bringing the patient back and, you know, making things, making sure things are perfect. Implants take a certain amount of time to, mm -hmm. you know, to get, inserted and into they show the easy stuff yeah Before, compatible with your bone yeah so it, it's just kind of interesting but it is so impactful to see the emotions that are associated mm -hmm. with that type of surgery and i do think that is 
um, those are one of the best videos. Those before yeah. and afters or those quick little, um, you know, those things. Oh, we have a couple of comments coming in. So Real quick, though, before we yeah, read the ahead. comments, uh, can we all just appreciate Daryl's scrub top? Oh. Like, look at look oh, at this. Right. Can, oh, we get, can we get a shot? Look at this. Figs, they're not sponsored by me. <laughs> or I'm not sponsored by them, just... <laughs> Like, They're not sponsored like by color. you. <laughs> I like the color. Daryl came in. And I was like, "Whoa!" Me and Sammy are blown away by this we have, top. Yeah, I'm just wearing my black Cherokee top, <sighs> but I love it. <laughs> okay, we can read it. We can read comments now. I just wanted to okay, so appreciate Daryl's. Just a few top. comments. I just want to. I want to. If you guys see anything, let me know. But I'm just going to add a few. So it's a Tara owns. It's a competition for clients. Mm. Um, 100% Tara. I do think that um, uh, the reality is is that there's a lot of competition out there. There's a dentist on every single um, corner, corner, and and, uh, you know, a lot of amazing dentists maybe don't have the most successful practices because they're not getting their name out there. So it's, I think it's important to understand a little bit about the marketing so that you can provide your amazing dentistry to your community. So that's why I do think it's important. Uh, Lucas, uh, bum today. Okay. Uh, Just to touch on that other comment about competition. I know we talked about asking, is it a requirement? You know, I think you can be successful if you're not, you don't have to make videos to be a successful dentist, but like that comment said, it is unfortunately sometimes a competition. And sometimes that there's, if you want to set yourself apart from the rest, this sometimes is a way to do it. Showcasing your work and not just having a website and people just, you know, again, I feel like nowadays we're in an era where people don't want to just go online and see who's covered and go to the nearest dentist. They kind of want to see your website. They want to see photos of your work. They want to see what's going on. And I think that's what sets you apart from the rest. Totally agree. Spectator Bill. Hey, I'm a dental student in the Caribbean. Congratulations, Hello. brother. Thanks for watching. Good Thanks luck for with watching. your school. Thanks for watching. Share it with your class. We need more viewers. So share it with your class. We're, we're here to help. Um, Daryl, why don't you handle this one right here? I think this is from a patient. Oh. Handle that, Daryl. So what options? options? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, the question uh, from another day. What options for a client with lidocaine adrenaline allergy? Honestly, I don't think I've had a true patient with adrenaline lidocaine allergy but i would find if i were to approach this patient find um find an anesthetic that doesn't have epinephrine something that doesn't speed up or my 100%. question too would be is it a true allergy I think there's there's definitely yeah. people out there that when they get lidocaine, which has epinephrine reactions. in it, they have a certain type of reaction. Your heart starts to race. Maybe you get a little panicky. You mm-hmm. get a little jitters, you know. As dentists, when we're giving injections, um, we aspirate to make sure we're not in a blood vessel. But even then, sometimes if we're giving an injection, you can get that reaction. Some people get it more often than others. So there are different types of medications on the market. One of them is something called carbocaine, which doesn't have epinephrine. Epinephrine, vas- and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, epinephrine vasoconstricts um, the blood vessels, so it keeps that medicine localized in that area so it doesn't get distributed away from your body. So if you're using something like carbocaine, which is a medicine that does not have epinephrine, it wears away faster. So it's not as profound of an anesthetic, um, which means that the dental work has to be completed more quickly or else you're going to start to feel it. But that is something to consider. So it's called carbocaine. But the main thing is, I think, is that when you go to your dentist or hygienist or whatever, whatever procedure you're doing with injections, to let them know that you have these type of reactions. Uh, you know, some people say, when I, when I tell that to dentists, they're like, oh, why would you let me know? No, like, let them know. 
Like I want to know more information to me is always going to be better for me because I have an understanding of how your body reacts to certain medicines or how you react in the dental chair. And it helps me be better prepared for if there's a complication. And also too, it's important to let them know exactly what kind of reaction you've had. There's different kinds of, um, react, you know, reactions, you know, it was an actual allergic reaction or, you know, just your heart rate, you know, it's important to let them know that. Yo, what's up? This is Dr. Greg from Braces Explained. He's an orthodontist, has an amazing channel. You guys need to check him out. Good evening, uh, Alex Matarosian. He is a, um, he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, guys. So if you need a lawyer, please contact him. Uh, hello, guys. Good morning. It, now in my country, it's 4 a.m. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, I really appreciate you for watching. For 4 a.m.? You should go back to sleep. What are you doing? <laughs> this is the, don't worry. You don't, you don't have to get the live broadcast. You can just stay and watch the... No, but we appreciate the But love. thank you, honestly. Oh, and awesome. please, Thanks for watching. If you can, share it on your uh, social media, you know, as a post or whatever, or link us so that more people can get some help. Okay, next topic. What are we doing, Ashley? Well, I kind of want to do a skit. Oh, Okay, we're jumping to skit. I know I we, we, we saved for the end, but I think I wanna I wanna do a little skit because okay. those are our favorite. All right, let's do a skit then. Ready to skit? Okay, let me get my wheel. You wanna you wanna frame it for us? Well, first you gotta spin the wheel. Oh, okay. Should I spin it or should oh, Daryl spin it? Actually, I'll spin it. No, Daryl, you spin. I, it. I'm gonna okay. hold it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna hold it for you. Okay. Ready? I got it to the camera. <laughs> Operatory. All right, let break me, it down. Let me set this up. Let me break set this down up. Break down the skit. Here's the scenario, because we're in social, social media area. You're in the operatory, and you're about to work on maybe you know a kid, a minor, and then the mother wants to record you doing the procedure, and maybe maybe you don't want that. Wait, that's the scenario. You say say it one more time. I didn't hear. So you. you're working on a patient in the operatory. Okay. Okay. Maybe minor or something. Mother wants to be in there to record the entire procedure because she wants to post it on Facebook, of course, or, you know, TikTok. So let's be more specific. What procedure are we doing? Extraction? Are we doing um, filling crown? What are we doing? Any procedure you want. Let's say an extraction. Who's, okay, extraction. who's the, so who? Oh, this is, who's who? we're doing a skit. We're, yeah, this is a skit. Okay, this okay, is okay, skit. Okay. We're going to act this up. Okay. So I'll be, I'll be the mother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> or Ashley, dentist. do you want to be? Okay. No, oh, no, because you guys are in the camera. No, I want to be the patient. I'll be the baby. You're the patient? <laughs> I just check it. I don't know. You guys get it. So wait, I give a give us the people that we're gonna be. You gotta tell us. Let us know. No, so Daryl's gonna be you can be the dentist, Daryl? Yeah, I'll be the dentist. And you can be the mom? I'm the mom. Okay. And you're the patient? And I'll be the patient if I need to chime in. All right. Okay. I'm I'm the mom. Yes, you're okay, the okay, mom. Okay. You're All the right. mom that wants to record. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hey, okay. So are we starting? Okay, and, so you're working. And All right, I'm working. All right, Ashley, open wide. <laughs> Uh, hey, Daryl. Hey, sleepy uh, juice in here. Whoa, this is uh, this is so cool. Hey, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah. on one second. Don't mind me. Don't mind yeah. me. Don't mind me. Mom, get my good angle. Oh. Hey, uh, can you have you put your hand down, Ashley? Uh, I don't want you to have sharp objects in your mouth. Hold on, this is for my TikTok. My my mom's my account yeah, yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, your mom's an account manager. Yeah. Oh, she manages my account. Mom, hey, get my good angle. She, she has seven. She has seven hundred thousand subscribers. She's a oh, superstar. Okay. Nice. Can I follow you on TikTok? Maybe. Oh. We'll see how this procedure goes. Yeah. I'm so I'm just gonna film the you extraction. Check my TikTok out. I'm, I'm just gonna be filming. Don't mind me. I'm just oh, gonna. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna. Hey, be right. um, just gonna hey, right you here. know what? Um, uh, Miss Ashley, uh, what's your mom's name, uh, Ashley? Karen. Okay. Hey, uh, we actually do have a social media manager. 
I can have her come in and she can record for you. Is that okay? Uh, no, 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 no. Because I, I, I have a special phone, special iPhone feature. And um, I'm just going to have to, you know, I, I just want need, I need to do my camera angles. I'm sure your social media manager is great and yeah. all, but she no. doesn't have the camera angle skills that I have. So I'm sorry. I, can't I just, just want to, you know, I'm working, you know, on your daughter, especially. And I don't want you to kind of get in the way. Oh, of am I too so close? I can back yeah, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. There, there. There. I mean, if you want to go in the back corner over there, that's fine. As long as you're not in. Yeah, the but doctor, the way. back corner, I won't be able to film anything on the back corner. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I mean, I, don't know I, if I can't can have that. you in there, and you know. Oh. So how does how about my social media manager record for you? Does that work for you? Oh, I see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want me to film right now? No. Is it? Like, well, you can well, we're not allowed to film. Technically, it's my room. right to film anytime I want. Actually, it's my right to film. I mean, you can you can film in the back corner. That's you know, I don't want to cause any problems. I don't want you to be in my way. So you know, you know what? Doing treatment on your daughter and. I want to provide the best service for her. You'll be hearing from me in a review <laughs> format. That's fine. Finish, finish up. Make it quick. I will. All right, da- Ashley, daughter Ashley. Ashley. Okay. What's your TikTok? I mean, Daryl, you're like the nicest dentist. <laughs> no, okay. It's so a true insane. story. I do have a story okay. for this. That's oh. why. No, I, yeah. I actually do think it's interesting. I, I've never, is that a real thing where the, you say you have a social media? Yeah, so I want to hear this. So story time. Um, Nancy, if you're watching, thank you for, so I have a daughter, right? She went to the pediatric dentist. So we had to do a phrenectomy. Mm-hmm. And I told Nancy, I was like, hey, can you go record it? Because I think it's pretty cool. I want to see. Mm. So she asked. But then, so you know, and then the response was, oh, we have a social media manager. We can record it for you. So we'll record wow. it and we'll send it to you. That's she actually, also wasn't that, allowed. That's not a bad. She also yeah. wasn't allowed. I think also because, correct me if I'm wrong. I think when she tried to go in there, it was just. Because, you know, they're going to papoose her or hold her down. So, like, they didn't have Nancy in the treatment room mm-hmm. to begin with. So, it's like, oh, we have a social media manager. We can record it for you. They mm-hmm. also do have one because I see that Instagram and it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Is it a p- pediatric office? It's a pediatric office. So, it's, it's set up. So, I'm because I'm pretty sure parents will always want to say, hey, what did you do? Yeah. I want to see it kind of thing. And then, like. Which is kind of interesting. And it's you crazy. know, this day and age. Right. And then going back to your topic of, like, being in the room. This pediatric office also had a waiting room and then the treatment room. So on the TV, you can see what's going on from a bird's eye view. And then like, you know how the doors have like a little window. So you can see through that too. So they had her wait outside. So there's... Wait, so you could you could monitor your daughter from but outside you're gonna, but the you're room? Gonna monitor from, from a window. From a window like or the not room in the next door. Operatory. They Were they have, like big windows or something like that? It's like those door like... A little slit window. Oh, I got you. Small. Yeah, a small window, but they had the camera, so you can see, and then you had the person recording. I think. Can I ask you guys, this is kind of off-topic question, but I do know like a lot of pediatric offices do not allow patients at all in the back. And I know mean, there are some- patients' parents? Patients' parents. Yeah, yeah. And I know some pediatric offices which do. What are your thoughts on that? Is that a thing? Is it now like commonplace to not allow the if they parent ask, into the room? So- if they ask to be specifically ask, then we're not going to say no. It's like, okay, you can sit. In, here's a chair. You can sit in the corner. If it gets too annoying where it's like, mom, help me hold my hand. I want to do it. Where it starts to become a distraction from the work, then we ask them to leave. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you out there that are maybe patients um, or parents, you know, one of the hardest things to deal with is um, staging or framing the visit to the dental office. So if you frame it in a way like, okay, you're going to go, you got to be strong. You got to be real, really strong. And, and they're going to give you an injection. It might hurt a little bit, but you got to be really, really strong. The kid's going to be freaking out, <laughs> like freaking out. So how you frame that visit, um, 
in preparation for me, I just tell the parents, you know, it's just another visit. You're coming in. And then we kind of take over by tell, show, do techniques and whatever we need to do to calm the child down, um, distraction, things like that. Um, what are your thoughts? No. Yeah, I agree. There's been multiple times where the child has been really calm and then the parent was the one that like freaked them out. Like I gave him a shot and the, and the kid was fine. He wasn't even crying after the shot. And the mom's like, oh my God, are yeah. you okay? And the kid started crying after I already gave him the sh- shot. And um, so, yeah, I think sometimes, I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard, I think, with kids. And, you know, we're, I'm, I'm not a pediatric dentist, but it's hard with kids. Every kid's different. Some kids I do think might do better with their parent there, depending on the situation. And some kids don't. So I, me personally, I think it, it depends on the situation, uh, but I agree it's always best not to have you don't any, a ton of people in the room, especially when they're small dental operatories. Yeah, not a lot of space. We got Selena chiming in here. Selena, nitrous, amazing, incredible dentist, Southern California as well. Um, nitrous, nitrous oxide is like laughing gas. It's one of the safest measures to ease a patient's anxiety. It's something we have on hand when we're working with kids, and um, it does help. So if you guys have any questions about nitrous, let me know. Greg, Greg um, made a comment. Braces explained. Which one? I'm trying to read. It says if parent needs to talk, we have a consult chair. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, they don't allow parents in the back due to COVID. That's what he's saying. Oh, is that what he's saying? Yeah, he said the comment oh, for before. the braces. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So if parents need to talk. They have a consult. Oh, I didn't know that orthodontist. I would imagine that parents can be right in the room with the ortho, nah, with the orthodontist. Even, really? I mean, if you're getting braces, it's like, hey, you should just. I didn't know that because the ortho is such a, like an open chair concept type of thing. Right, probably the parents don't want him. You know, oh. you want parents saying things. Yeah. Freaking out other patients. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we do our other skit? Are we doing another skit or do we have another topic? Skit? Do you guys want to skit? Okay, let's just, let's do, what do you want to do? Okay, let's talk about another topic and then we'll do our skit. Okay, one topic and then skit and then we'll uh, close it out. This will I'll be like an hour long show. I feel like last time was like an hour and a half. It was a little bit too long. I know, because we talked I had to get much. home and it was like 10 o'clock <laughs> or something. Okay, we have, by the way, guys, there is a big setup that goes along with this. It takes a long time to get all this set up. So, yeah. All right, let's go. Topic. Well, another topic I personally wanted to touch on going along with um, social media is a lot of these dentists or doctors on social media are getting paid to sponsor products. And some of them are really good. Some (laughs) may not be the best. I guess I want to talk about the ethics of doctors getting paid to promote products. That was a perfect sound effect. You finally got the right sound effect. <laughs> I'm gonna, finally. I, guys, I'm going to be with the soundboard eventually. I'm going to know everything. So your question is that the ethics associated with being sponsored by products that maybe are not the best products. Yes. And I think that's an important topic with we're in this area where all these dentists 100%. are being sponsored. And I'll even take it a step further. A lot of them aren't even sponsoring or being sponsored by dental products. Dentists okay. are being sponsored by energy drinks. Yeah, I know that that is true. There are some dentists out there being sponsored by energy to, drinks. You know, so kind of think, what, what energy? Yeah, there's a really famous one. I've but, seen it. You know, and it's, it is what it and is. And it's not even to say anything, you know, bad. Like whatever you do, you like. I've well, I've been we've been sponsored by people, but it's just an interesting topic that we're going to this area era where people hold us to a certain degree and really trust us. And so at a certain point, where do you draw that line on the products that you are promoting on your page? So let me do this really quick. Just this quick question. 
Politic as usual, 94. Thank you for your comment. I Thanks appreciate it. Uh, I think it's a patient. What's the next procedure after a root canal? Well, that depends. If the root canal is done on one of your upper or lower anterior teeth, sometimes if the access hole is small enough, then you can just do an occlusal access filling where they fill up that hole that the endodontist places for you. But if you're doing a root canal on a molar tooth, if the tooth is severely broken down, sometimes a full coverage crown is needed. Sometimes a partial coverage crown is needed. It really depends uh, on the case. And so I would make sure you have a consultation with your doctor make sure they go over all the options for you and uh, choose the right option. And so, just, just to add by that, by fill up the hole, we mean a composite filling. Yeah. Just composite <laughs> filling. Yeah, no, yeah. just basically, it's, it's basically filling. a filling, a white it's colored bonding. filling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, essentially like Dr. Sammy said, we're filling up the hole, but just in case <laughs> yeah. you're wondering, it's a filling. Sorry guys. Um, okay. So the ethics. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people out there and Daryl, I'm curious to see what you would say about this too. So, where they're sponsoring like an electric toothbrush, it kind of irks me a little bit because, you know, I, I have a channel and I get sponsorship requests almost every day. And I've said no to 99% of them, you Why? know, because they're just products I have no clue what they are. You know, there's plenty of electric toothbrushes on the market. There's plenty of toothbrushes mm -hmm. on the market, but there isn't research or there isn't a standard behind them or there isn't a lot of uh, information. So I can't support something if I don't full heartedly believe in it. Right, and I right. do believe that there are people out there that maybe are selling their soul to the sponsors. What do you think? Do you have any stories, Joe? I don't have any stories, but I know what you're saying. Um, at this point, a social media influencer, you know, you're getting paid to do stuff. So if you're getting paid to do, to do sell toothbrushes or whatever, I mean, they'll pay you and then you just got to do a post or three posts or something. Right. And then, say that you believed it do you and then the behind the scenes it's like do you really use it probably not i don't know um but you're right it's hard to navigate health professionals and sponsorships because now you're just promoting a product for the money mm -hmm. and do you necessarily use it is a question or true wholeheartedly believe in their product and they're leveraging your audience that you've built out, that you've established trust and rapport and educate and all that stuff. And if you break that once, like I've seen a lot of people out there where I'm watching them and then it's so obvious that it's a blatant sponsorship attempt. I think sponsorships are good if done correctly, you know, under the right circumstances with appropriate companies. But I think a lot of people are abusing that power just to get a little extra income on the side. And I think that we have to be, a, those of you out there that are, so social media influencers have to be a little bit more del deliberate yes. about the types of sponsorships that you accept. Yes, to go along with that, there are so many electric toothbrushes out there and there's so many different whitening products out there. Like people, we get notifications about them all the time. Um, but again, you need to be careful. You don't know what is actually working or not. And I, like Sammy was saying, you don't want to lose that trust from people that are following you. Because if you're just promoting every product, people are going to stop listening to you. They're going to lose that trust in you. Should I say my my sex chocolate story? <laughs> okay. So uh, Ashley wait, wait, what? has a, I have a, has sex a very interesting story. story. <laughs> this has to do with the, oh, this is the. Wait, I got I to put this going. Really I got quick. lots of stories. So got, Quip is such a scam. Mm. I'm not going to comment one way or the other. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, well, let me let me let me can you click on that one too with Abnet because I see it's burst. so Burst is also a toothbrush company. Is the Burst, Burst is actually I think a multi was it multi level oh, marketing? 
Is that what that means? Yeah. Multi-level marketing? Uh, I think scam Burst, or whatever. Isn't Burst legit? I don't know much about Burst. Burst, Burst is pretty legit. Uh, Not, I gotta look at um, Like their, uh, their owners, you know, they got funding uh, from VC, Burst. from capitalists, venture capitalists, and then, you know, they got their toothbrush. So all these toothbrushes, you have to understand, is they're all based on a subscription model. That's why people feel like it's a scam. Oh, because, I'm looking at because, Burst most of them? Because you're... You get yes. a toothbrush, right? You're locked in. Now it's like oh. every month they give you a toothbrush, and toothpaste, toothpaste or something. Floss. That's the combo. But you can know, I can I be the devil's advocate for a second? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So don't we typically recommend or wouldn't you recommend to change your toothbrush out every three months in order to prevent it but from you're being locking, bristled? You're right, locking right. someone into something though. But Do you really the, need the idea is it's it's a monthly fee. And it's probably way more expensive. And then you get like the toothbrush every month, right? Yeah, can I let like, me say I one thing about really quick, and okay. then I'll let you. I it's a great subscription a lot, model. That's why a lot of dentists, I know a few that started their own company that do it. Yeah, like wooden toothbrushes and. I mean, I'll say stuff. this: like, I'm a fan of like Oral B electric toothbrush, counter oscillatory rotating mechanism of action, small circular head forces you to go one tooth at a time. But my wife here. She uses a one dollar CVS toothbrush. So the wait, reality, I can't told people that. Manual? I was no, but the, that was a, a secret. Toothbrush. But the reality is, her teeth are in, are in excellent shape because she true. understands the technique needed to properly toothbrush. brush your nice. teeth. So at the end of the day, like, do you need to buy the most expensive toothbrush? No, you just need to be educated on the proper as long as you usage. Brush your teeth as long as you brush your teeth the right way. But if you're not brushing your teeth the right way, or you have a history of gum disease, or you have all this extra stuff, that's when you need that supplemental tools, whether it be a water pick, whether it be an electric toothbrush and things like that. I mean, like the toothbrushes, like at the courses, they always say soft bristle toothbrush. Yeah. They don't say electric or manual. They just yeah. say it's a soft bristle. <laughs> then you do what you want with that information, you know? No, that, that's true. And like, like Sammy said, to be honest, I do use, I just use a regular manual toothbrush and that works for me. But like Sammy said, some people need extra help. Um, I know some people are commenting some specific brands. And um, I mean, yeah, I can't disagree with you guys. Some of them, I don't really feel like they're doing much, to be honest. But wait, can I go to my, my story now? Okay, just really quick. Derek Plays. Hello, guys. I'm from Brazil. Yo. There are very much dentistry. In the, I mean, there's a lot of dentists in oh. Brazil. There's a lot of excellent dentists. Hello, Appreciate thanks for watching. It. Thank you for watching, Derek. Thank you so much. Keep watching our show. All right, to the... Sex chocolate My story. sex chocolate story. Is this a sponsorship story? Kind okay. of, yeah. yeah it's a so it's just about being careful of people that want to sponsor you and their products. So just it's a short story. It's just kind of a funny story where this, it was a chocolate company and they were going to essentially sponsor me. They wanted me to, they basically wanted to pay me to promote their chocolate. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, whatever. And, and this is a whole other story. I have another channel that involves food, which is why I was like, okay, I could do this chocolate because I do some stuff on another channel. Anyways, and um, so we're like, okay, we're going back to negotiation. It's actually Sammy's fault because he didn't do research on this chocolate. Basically, it was all said and done. We had the deal done. And I said, oh, let me see like their website. I want to make sure this isn't like. You didn't even Google them? Look, okay. It was all his fault. So she got a sponsorship request on TikTok. And TikTok, there is this like area where you can see your sponsors. And it said chocolate. And I was like, okay, it's a chocolate company. Like there's nothing much to it. It's just a dark chocolate company. I don't need to do any further research into this, you know? And then, so we, we hash out the details, whatever. I should have done more due diligence. And then Ashley take well, over. Well, the point of the story, I said, let me see the website. Let me make sure this isn't being made in someone's basement or something. I don't know. So I go on their website, and the first thing I read is uh, Break, Bite, Bang, Sex Chocolate. 
And right. yeah, it was like some, se- I don't even know what's in it. What I don't know what sex chocolate is, but anyways, just short story. You just got to be careful. I swear this happened. I don't know why this stuff happens to me, but um, you just got to be careful about. Uh, really nice teeth that goes with the chocolate. So it's gosh. like, oh. Just be careful what products people are, are sending you or what you're agreeing to sponsor. You need to do your due diligence and look them up. Yeah, 100%. You got to do your due diligence. It's your reputation. It's the same thing when you have a private practice, like your reputation can damage you. So don't go into business with someone that doesn't have a reputation that, you know, precedes them. True. I mean, but what's wrong with chocolate? Other than the sex chocolate, then I guess it's like, I guess it's your personal moral no, yeah, that was just no, me. I didn't want to sponsor. Yeah. Well, it was her audience. It was a younger demographic. Yeah, younger yeah, kids. And like, yeah, we didn't yeah, want yeah. to promote TikTok. it to this younger demographic. Also, again, you know, this goes can, back to being, I am a yeah. dentist. I got to be a little a bit professional, pro- right? Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, Daryl, I guess there's nothing wrong with it. Daryl, I'm going to send them your way and you can sponsor the sex chocolate. <laughs> if it's good chocolate. I'm sold on this chocolate. Right. Uh, Selena, we'll give you, we'll, we'll send you the, we'll send you the chocolate. Maybe I should have, I could sell it. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, <laughs> hey guys, next ep- podcast, maybe the sex chocolate will be sponsoring it. this podcast. I don't know. We don't I know. know. That would be funny, dude, if that chocolate was sponsoring us. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Next, uh, do we have a video reaction skit? What Can do we read some do? more of the comments? Well, I think we read, okay, I didn't read. You guys Go up, we skipped I, some. I, I, the camera, by the way, the reason Scroll I'm squinting up. is I put the camera in a way that literally blocks the chat section. Wait, I think I can Break move it. Break by bang. There here you go, go, here we go, here we go. We want to read the comments. Okay, so some of the Scroll comments. Um, BBB. Is that Brazilian butt lift? I think it is. <laughs> no, I don't know. What's BBB? <laughs> I thought Brazilian oh, butt that's lift what I thought too. too. Uh, that's bite, BBL. Uh, bite something bang. Oh, bite, bite break bang. Bite break bang. Yeah, I think Triple that was their, their tags. Yeah. But I ended up overcoming my difficulties through work, the opportunities that arose. Derek plays. Yo, I appreciate it. Laugh a lot. I'm sold on that chocolate. Selena, really. And through a lot of practice today, <laughs> I have been in the ontology function five years in Brazil. Appreciate nice. it. Appreciate it. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, let's see. I am moved. Let me just see this really quick. I moved by the video of the young lady receiving the all on fours. Oh. Who could I contact to have my surgeries oh. and end results see? for a dentist? There you go. I mean, there's a lot of ways to look in your local community. You know, when you're doing these all on four cases, it, it's a long process. And, and I'm not going to lie. It's also an expensive process, but it's one of the best options to regain your chewing functionality and be able to chew and function and smile again and have a permanent result that you really love. Um, removable dentures are really annoying. So I would just search it up on Google or, or maybe try to go on some of these community forums and see if there's people that have worked with, um, you know, or find other dentists. Dentist. Find your, or talk to your dentist if you have one. Yeah, and just yeah. to kind of further answer another day your question, I don't want to say always, but typically you're going to need to write an oral surgeon is typically going to be placing those implants. And then you'll also need, again, either a prosthodontist or a general dentist who does the denture part. And again, um, best thing to do is look on Google and and see that because a lot of dentists do that procedure. Yeah. And then we have Kunal. Mm-hmm. You know what's mind-boggling? The DIY dentures from Etsy, not far off from Small, small Direct Club. You just go on I actually don't know. What, what, what is he talking about? No, DIY you, there's all kinds of DIY. Dentures? Yeah, like where you can, I've um, seen like correct me if I'm wrong, where you can take... I think they send you a box and you take an impression, I think, and you send it and they like send you back a denture. That? What? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, what she's, I like, think that's what they're like referring to. It's doing like You're telling me that people take literally an impression yeah. of themselves similar to Small Direct Club I think. and they get dentures back just like that? I yeah. believe so. You can I'm do that. Sure. You can do that online. I, I mean, I don't Or you, I've seen them. you can buy Good luck with that. a denture and it just will fit over your teeth. I mean, I don't I've know how that. it fits. I've seen the veneer. I can buy that. That's yeah no I've seen the veneer one where like you have the teeth and it clips onto the undercuts of the teeth like you send it to a laboratory, 
I, I remember they were like really big on YouTube. I wonder if they've um, had a successful business or whatever. And, and to just to go off of that, I think it's, again, I don't want to get into a huge debate on, you know, Kunal says, yeah, that's you know right. DIY dentistry. That's a whole other discussion. But We're not trying to get sued, Kunal. <laughs> You need, to, you need to watch these comments, okay? No, I'm not saying they, anything bad about any company, okay? Yeah, we're not going to say that one name, but it rhymes with whip. I'm, I'm not saying, I didn't say one word about any company. I, I'm keeping it clean here. No, but but for real though, it's interesting to see, um, again, just going back to be careful when you are on social media, um, people people get sued. Lawsuits are a real thing. So again, yeah. be careful with what you say. Cease and desist. Because if whatever. you, yeah, if you're talking, you know, bad about a product, they can sue you for that. Okay. Well, 100%. Yeah, cease Plenty and desist. Or also if you're recommending a product and it doesn't go well, unfortunately, you can be liable in certain cases. Where's Alex? Alex, our lawyer, needs to talk on this. I think, you know, I, I think they left the chat. Alex left us. They left the chat. Alex <laughs> are, is our... Uh, podcast lawyer yeah we, we have a podcast lawyer. we actually do send him contracts and stuff like yeah. that too but honestly like these companies if you talk bad about some of these big companies i'm not going to name any names but like big stock listed companies they've sued a lot of dentists for talking smack they've sued dental associations too so unfortunately mm -hmm. the reality is if you want to be like super woke and talk freely about um all of this kind of stuff then you also have to understand that there might be litigation against you and Just that's kind on. of the annoying thing about you know Free speech, yeah, it's free, but then you're gonna there's gonna be consequences that you really don't want to deal with, you know. I hope that sex chocolate doesn't sue me. No, no, nah. they're a great chocolate. We love them. <laughs> we love Breeze White Bay. Align with your values. <laughs> well, them, we man. love that company. I feel like I'm gonna be on the news one day for something uh, weird like that. Yeah, we got to be careful. <laughs> All right, um, one more skit, and then we'll close out the show. Yeah, we'll come more questions. I like, uh, does my professional liability insurance cover me? Laugh out loud. Probably not on that. I have no <laughs> clue. <laughs> Wait, I want to do another skit, though. Okay. Let me read this skit. Let me read this skit. Oh, here. Oh, no, we're going to spin the wheel. All right. What do we got? TikTok. TikTok. The same as the Alpertorian one or is different? No, this is different. This is the, right. the name is TikTok and this is what I wanted to do. So here's the scenario. I feel like this happens a lot. How do I start this off? So right, you're, you're off. one of you guys are the doctor. You, I don't know, you leave for the day or something. I don't know, you left early. The staff's still working. I don't know. You come back or something because you forgot something. Basically, your assistants, instead of, you know, cleaning the rooms like they're supposed to be doing or sterilizing, they're filming, they're doing TikTok dances. They're doing TikTok dances and you walk on them, they're filming TikTok dances okay. for their personal account. Oh, personal account. Oh, yeah, no, we're talking personal TikTok dances. Okay. Maybe they're in the operatory, maybe they're using dental instruments and they're okay. goofing off and, and how so are we Darryl, gonna... So Daryl, you, you finish this podcast, oh my God, you forgot your laptop back at your office. Oh yeah. Right after the podcast, you make that drive back to the office, you open the door and then you see a bunch of TikTok dances. And they're not working, but they're clocked in. What mm -hmm. do you do? So Daryl's a doctor. I'll be filming you. I guess I'm the You're TikTok the star. Okay, wait. Uh, but we all need to be in frame together for this. It's hard. I to wish stand. I could stand. I need to I'll like, if way. I'm dancing TikTok, I got to move my, go. I got to be up. I'll go this way. Can I stand? So Daryl, Daryl, you have to, right. you have to like I'll walk in. in. So you're outside the door. Can I stand? Oh man, I'm too, wait, no, I'll wait, be too on. tall. How about like? I want to dance, man. Just, just, okay. Yeah, go, go, Ashley, go. Wait. I got to put my mic down. Yeah, this is going to get hundreds of thousands of views. Do the dance. Oh, oh, snap. Zoom feature. 
Filter feature. <laughs> I don't think Daryl's going to walk in. Solo dance. Oh, 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 hey, oh, hey, there, guys. Whoa, 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 for the past hour and a half? I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to promote our practice with TikTok. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's what we were doing. We were promoting and showing the instruments, ah. the scaling instruments so that people yeah. can get their cleanings yeah. done from us. Yeah. My, my fans. Uh. I have. Can I, can, I see your can I see that video? Oh. Um, it's not done yet, though. You kind of messed it up. Yeah, we have to edit it, and you kind of messed it up. We're going to have how to about, do it again. How about we uh, do the sterilization first, and then, you know. We uh, are you mad at us, Dr. Daryl? I mean, it's been an hour and a half to sterilize, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassed right now. Oh, Ashley, why do you make me do this? I hate you. I don't I, ever, I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> and I hate you too, Dr. Daryl. Justin, if I was a doctor, I'd be, and I'd be like, yeah, and I would jump in. I'd be in the tuck talk too. That's no, kind of hard because like, okay, so. <laughs> such a lie. No, if, I, no. if I walked in and someone doing talk, I mean, you, what are you going to I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Do your I chores know. or do your chores, do your job and then And then do TikTok? And be like, hey, we need to talk about Yeah. Then we need to talk about your your yeah. your time or use of hours. hours. Um there is so like in the policy handbook that I have at the office, there is a that's technically robbing or stealing time. Mm -hmm. So you could get docked for that, like a pink slip right now. Well, you know, th there is something to be said about this. I know this skit was just a kind of funny uh, Like, honestly, skit. this is a stupid skit. I just literally told Sammy I want to do a pretend TikTok dance on air. <laughs> so I said, can we have a skit where I'm a TikToker and I can dance? That's No, but like there, there is something to be said about there. There are times where like a lot of our team needs to work after hours when we're not there because things need to be done. And I do get a little bit concerned as um, an owner which yeah. I, I, I trust my team completely, but there are times where I'm like, is everything being done? You know, if, if there isn't supervision, um, is everything being taken care of? What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you, do you, or do you leave when you leave, everyone leaves? No, I mean, I'll leave and then they're still there. But if, if there is a trend of them not doing their work, then we have to address it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're going to, you're going to have to trust them at some point and hopefully yeah. they respect you enough. Mm -hmm to do the work because if you don't get paid or the office doesn't get paid they're not going to get paid so then and then i mean it's not fair to you that they're they're just technically stealing money from you because you know you get paid 100 bucks an hour to mm -hmm. sit around and do nothing it's yeah not and when especially if you're after hours or it's like time and a half so it can be even it can be an expensive yeah. cost mm -hmm. i mean luckily we have a team like <laughs> if any of the teams are watching we trust you guys wholeheartedly <laughs> but there have been times Disclaimer. yeah but there have been times yeah. where someone you know um isn't doing what they need to do or you come in the next day and nothing was completed and you're wondering what happened in the past hour yeah. and it's hard to like control yourself because it very well could be that they were completing other tasks but i think that's why it's important to have like a series of tasks that need to be completed have that understanding mm -hmm. and then checking to make sure those tasks are completed what, what do you think and, ashley well one thing i just wanted to add about filming you know what I mean, that's kind of just a joke with staff or if you're filming a lot of times uh, maybe you're but making it does happen at the offices. Oh yeah. I see, yeah. I see assistants. Um, you know, they'll film videos in other offices. I don't know if the doctor knows, maybe they do, or the doctor is filming videos and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Obviously, as long as you're not doing patient care at the same time, but it's too, you got to be careful again. If, um, the way you're using equipment 
you know, sometimes if, for example, people are doing funny videos with dental instruments, obviously we all know that those are sterilized afterwards after touching them, but to a patient, they may not think that they're clean. They say, oh, are people messing around with my instruments before my procedure? Because that's what a lot of patients will think. Um, so again, being careful how you're using equipment that patients may see that. And then the other thing it made me think of was um, the video of that dentist on the hoverboard. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and he got screwed over for yeah, it. Yeah, and again, this is, again, kind of a totally different example, but just the dentist, if you guys look up online, he did a procedure on a hoverboard. Um, that's a whole other discussion. And again, I don't even think he meant to put it on social media. It, um, I think he sent it to someone. I don't know the full story. But what I'm trying to say is just having that video somehow went viral and um, it wasn't good for him. Yeah. I mean, what he did was horrible too. I know. But just being careful what you're filming. Yeah, 100%. You know, even if you're just joking around or if with a friend or something, you just got to be careful. I mean, there's so many things to say about, about cameras and stuff. Is it I, a, I personally... Read, like, read the I, question. Kind of oh. Okay, go ahead. Well, I just want to say one thing. I, I personally believe that when you're in, the moment I enter into the office, I'm being recorded. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's the mentality recording? I have. Well, I just have that mentality. I mean, there's cameras all over. There's cameras thought, all yeah. over. Everyone has a camera and not even that. Like they even have glasses, which cameras are in it. So the main thing is do it, do the right thing at all times when you're in the office and then you don't have to worry about any of that, you know, but you should have that understanding that you're being recorded. You know, you're definitely being recorded. Um, we got a question. Ashley, you want to read that? Well, well, the question is, is it appropriate to have cameras in the break room? I don't know you guys. Cameras? Is it like a phone camera or like? No, I think I'm assuming mean like she means cameras. like security cameras. I'm oh. assuming. I've been in offices with security cameras yes. everywhere. It, there's something to be said. I, I'm going to say some. Okay. Well, as a male in the workforce, um, I've been taught from my mom to be very careful with how I act in the office. And like, for example, don't have any closed doors. Uh, you know, don't be with any one person. This is gonna be to the extreme, but don't be with any one person alone. Because- with the opposite sex. Yeah, with the opposite sex, because things can be misconstrued and the reality is people can hurt you, you know, even if you're doing the right thing. So, um, what do you guys think about that? But in terms of cameras in the break room, I, there've been offices like that. We don't have any cameras in our office. So we mm -hmm. do have this sense mm -hmm. of trust. It does. If you do have cameras, there is that like, I believe there's that reception or perception yeah. that, Oh, they don't trust us or something like so that. So they were clarifying their question. They're saying, yeah, overall security cameras, like Sammy was saying, we personally don't have security cameras in our office. Um, I've been in offices where there's like cameras everywhere I don't think, I don't, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, the, well, I'm just trying to think of what I want to say. I don't necessarily think it's, I guess I wouldn't say that it's not appropriate. I mean, this is a business. So I think it's within the owner's right to have cameras. Obviously not anywhere where you need privacy, but like a break room where you're eating lunch. I don't know, Daryl, you can agree or disagree. I think it's within their right to do that. But I do think it changes the atmosphere of the office to have all these security cameras, makes people feel maybe like you're not trusting them. Again, I know at the other office, it kind of made me a little nervous. I wasn't even doing anything wrong. But I, like in my office, yeah. I had this one little, um, it was like a little desk and just a little computer. And it was like my office and there was a camera in there. And I just felt right. like nervous, like they were watching me and I wasn't even doing anything. And um, so again, I think it changes the dynamics of your office if you do have cameras everywhere. But what do you think, Daryl? I think it's a matter of how you want to run or be perceived as your, mm -hmm. the office, right? So 
the office I'm at, our offices I'm at, like their cameras are, you know, where the trash can is, the entrance, the front lobby, mm. and like the main hallway. Yeah. All the off, all the um, console rooms have glass doors. So you can close, we can be in a room, but Sammy can walk by and be like, there's no funny business because yeah. you can see, you just can't hear what's going on. Um, the break room, obviously, um, there's n- the door solid mm-hmm. and then there's a bathroom in there. So they, I wouldn't put a camera in the break room just because it's like, Hey man, like it's your time. You your do job, what you yeah. want to do. Like, I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as the job gets done. Right. Do as you guys have cameras work. in the operatories? Like where patients are being treated? I just always, I'm just curious. I'm just wondering. Cause I just, I can sometimes things I've happen. S- no, have I seen that? I don't think I've seen that. I before. think there is. Okay, so the way it's set up, like at my office, I have one camera at the very top that sees all three. Mm. But that's just to protect me and like, you know, like you don't want to be in the yes. room with that and like have funny business. Yeah. So, but it's not like in each operator. There's yeah, one. I just overall. Yeah. And again, I don't think that's wrong to have some, some security cameras. Just again, you don't, there's people coming in and out of your office all day, like patients, some of these people you may yeah. know very well, some you don't know very well. And you never know. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's hard to say. And there's pl- been plenty of offices that have been robbed before. There's been plenty yeah. of theft, internal theft in the yes. office. And there's ways to counteract that. I don't know if cameras are the most effective, but I do think like some appropriate, appropriately placed cameras in areas that have high valuable items might be appropriate. Like maybe the doctor's office, if they're storing cash. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I don't have the answer. I don't yeah. That's a good question, though, because I always, I always struggle with it myself. I was like, should we get cameras? Should we not get cameras? Yeah, I guess that's it's a, good question. a matter of where you would you feel comfortable putting, yeah. if you were the. That's true. Like, that's what oh. I'm saying. That's why I've been that situation where I had cameras on me and I was like really nervous. Yeah. Because I was in this little room and they were like watching me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other topics we need to cover, guys? Or are there any other questions from the audience that is that are watching? We'll answer some questions, sign off. If there are no questions, then we can just sign off right now. Daryl, do you have anything you want to say? Um, social media, it has goods and it's bads. And it's just got to be careful. And this day and age, everyone is a magnifying glass on what you do. So um, nowadays, if you're very polarizing, that gets the attention. If you, want to do something, true. if you want to do something crazy, go for it. But you also have people coming at you. Hating so. on you. Yeah. That is a, a good, interesting, just interesting point how most people, if you want to get all this attention, you're going to have to do something. You got to do something crazy. Cra- a little bit yeah. crazy that's going to be polarizing. Um, yeah. So to be prepared for that, if you want to be on social media. If you want to be that type of. If you want to be that type yeah. of social media yeah. person. If you're going to reach a certain level in social media where you're getting hundreds of thousands of followers or a million of followers, then the reality is there's going to be a lot of hate towards you too. And that's one of those things you have to push forward, but you don't necessarily need to do that either. You can just use social media in a nice way where you're promoting your practice, where you're highlighting some of your amazing work yep. and that's a pretty simple way too. And you don't need to be on video. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's for, ev- I don't think video is for everyone. I think that some level of education, you know, it could be, even be a blog. I, I had an, um, a, a really close friend who's an optometrist now and he was really into writing. And then he created this amazing blog and he created this amazing Facebook forum. So it's just, you know, you got to do what works for you and what you enjoy and what you're happy with. But I do think, 
that sharing your information that you've acquired over the years is a great way to gain patience, um, establish rapport, provide education and value to your community. I think last thing I just want to say is that I think that, you know, it's okay to have different opinions, but we should be supporting your colleagues in whichever way you can and not going on and, and hating on them online. I really hate when I see that. Um, again, it's okay if you want to have different opinions or, or talk and grow about cases, uh, but you weren't there and we just got to build each other up online um, and not, not tear each other down. 100%. That's a good question. You want to read that, Daryl? From Kunal in the same vein of social Kunal's media. Kunal's an all-star today. Thank you, Kunal, for all these comments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you encourage patients to post reviews on Google? Lots of patients use that as a measure of an office, but there's a fine line there. Yeah, so I think the way you do this in the most ethical way possible is that you have to, um, This a lot of patients are love you, right? I mean, you're probably worked with a lot of patients who really enjoy your work and you can sense that they're really happy with you. They don't want to go to any other dentist. If you're in that space where you can tell that you have that relationship with the patient, I don't think it's unethical to say, hey, thank you so much for your kind words. If you don't mind, uh, if you can put that in a review, I'd really appreciate that. If not, no worries. You know, you don't have to force it. You know, I know some people do it unethically where they're like, write a review and then you get an iPad. Like, I don't think that's right, right? And I don't even think it's legal, to be honest. But I do think that if you have, there's so many patients out there who want to write you a glowing positive review, but they don't know how to, or maybe they don't have the means or you're not providing them the access to do that. So if you're giving them that ability or you're helping guide them to that decision, then they're going to be more likely to um, review you because the reality is there's also patients out there who maybe don't like you for whatever reason and they're writing bad reviews. And so you have to counteract that. And I think that the majority of dentists who have their own private practice, who really care about their patients, have tons of patients who love them. And you just have to guide them to that decision. And um, then I'll just say one last thing. So, for example, if you have a patient who had a great experience, usually after any, at the end of any dental appointment, I ask the patient, how was the experience to get engaged or just to help me out? And if they say, hey, it was amazing, the shot was painless, you were really kind and compassionate, I say, oh, thank you so much, you know, and then I give them the opportunity. I say, by, by the way, if you can put that in a review, that'd be, that means so much to me. You have a lovely day, you know? It doesn't have to be this, like, unethical, mean way of doing it. I think there's a, there's a, there is a fine line there, and you have to, um, you have to do it that way, I guess. Just, just in case people are wondering, because I think this is a really common question on how to get reviews in, in an ethical way, in a professional way. So just in case you're wondering how we do it at our office, Sammy kind of touched on it, but just to be more clear, basically, because we have a text message system with our patients and after their appointment, we may send them a text and it'll just say, you know, hey, you know, hope you're, you know, something like, thank you for coming or something. If you need to get a hold of Dr. Ashley, here's her cell number. If um, you'd like to leave a review, here's the link. You know, so it's nothing like super pushy. It's just saying, here's our cell number. You just had a procedure. If you need anything, nice. here's a link. It's just giving them the opportunity. It's giving them the option. Because the reality is there's a ton of businesses I love. And I was thinking about this. And I've never written them a good review. But if they probably sent me a link, there's a good chance would I would have. Yeah. yeah, but I don't even go out of my way to write because a review. we're so busy. And we yeah. don't have that, like, mm -hmm. capacity in our mind. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, we're already yeah. on the next thing. Mm -hmm. Also, with these yeah. reviews... Um, these people probably already went to your website and have decided they're going to go to you. It's just like, okay, what does everyone else think? Mm. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and two, it is a, it is a very important. I just want to say one thing. Sorry, Ashley, no, didn't okay. interrupt you, but okay. I just want to say it is really important to get amazing reviews. And we're in the customer service business, and we have to go above and beyond for every single patient. That's just the reality of what it is. As a private practice owner, I think you were um, a little bit better equipped to do that. I think so. A little bit more stress, but we take on that burden to right. make sure the customer experience is exceptional. And then we have to make that extra step to give them the opportunity to um, share their experience with other people. Yeah, yeah. just to say that we have kind of been talking about social media and marketing yourself, but, and I'm glad you uh, brought up reviews because the reality is most people, the first thing they're going to do, they're, they're going to look at your reviews. That's what, and that's most people, when I ask them, I say, how'd you find our practice? Most of them say, blah, 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 blah. I went and looked on your reviews and you had good reviews. I hear that a lot. So it is important. And again, you want to do it in an ethical way. Um, I've worked in offices where they give out, they gave free electric toothbrushes to anyone that did a review. But then unfortunately you got to be careful what you're doing, make sure it's ethical, but also you see comments, oh, this office is scamming you. They're giving out free electric toothbrushes. I've seen that too. So then it's now, so bad, now guys. no one's going to, it's so bad. Now no oh, one's going to believe the reviews. Is, yeah. So, so the patients will call you out. If, if you're you doing do that, stuff. if you do the unethical stuff, there's going to be a person who's like, screw you. <laughs> and they're going to call you out. And then that just destroys you. Yes. You know, so you can't do that. And, and just last point I, I want to make on this is I don't think it's something you can just ignore though, unfortunately, because the reason you need to try your best to get good reviews from patients that have good experiences, because there will always be that patient that will call or will leave a bad review over something really, really small. Usually, unfortunately, people are more likely to go leave a bad review if they're upset about something versus if they're happy, mm-hmm. which, which is unfortunate. So it is something that you need to put a little bit of an effort in to a lot of to an get, effort in. a lot of effort a lot like all your effort into it if you don't want to spend money a lot of money on marketing you know yeah word of mouth and reviews i would argue are the most important things in the practice word of mouth being number one meaning just delivering exceptional care and, and asking them to bring their friends and family over to you uh just let's end this show really quick curious what city practice you live in we both work uh so dr darrow dr us. ashley and i all work in southern california if you leave a comment down below um if you want my contact information i'll i'll leave it to you it's sammy at smileinfluencers dot com all our, our socials will yeah. be on the description yeah well, I, below. they may not be right now but when the show gets processed i'm going to put all the descriptions in um we also have make sense i just want to read kunal really Kunal's quick saying, make sense thanks yeah. for input love the podcast yeah putting the ball in the patient's court by guiding them in an ethical manner thank you kunal and then he's also saying um i'd argue it's more important than even instagram uh yeah yeah it's the most important Absol- for sure absolutely reviews are ease of access google one. reviews yeah mm-hmm. And Google is one of those, I mean, there, this is another topic for another time, but Google reviews is something that you can control a little bit more than other um, platforms, uh, but we can talk about that in the future. And if that's something you guys are interested in in the future to talk about reviews, because again, again, it's just an, I want to say, unfortunate reality of dentistry nowadays, that reviews are a huge part of your practice, whether yeah. you like it or not. And that's a whole other topic about how to ask for reviews in, an, in a Again, ethical and nice way, and also how to combat $5 negative to reviews. <laughs> Here's some cash. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Just slide but, some but also cash. how to slide some cash on the table. Here, get, get rid of that. How to respond review. to a bad review? How to handle it? Because again, yeah. I don't. You could be the best dentist in the world. You will get a bad review. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And I think it's only going to get worse because I think people are expecting. Um, a lot more nowadays. So anyways, we'll talk about that later. Cool. Let's keep it on a light positive note. What's positive one note. thing that you are excited for, Daryl, this upcoming 
weekend. Oh, this weekend? Well, my daughter's know. coming back into town. Woo! Yeah, that's sweet. There you Yay. go. Yay. Okay. Nice. Love what it. What about you guys? Ashley? What am I looking forward to? I know. Um, we don't do anything, guys. This is all we do. <laughs> we just prepare for the podcast. I mean, we make we videos. We just all videos all the weekend. Yeah. Um, Six day working week. Some yeah. dinner somewhere with wine. That's what I'm excited Oh, yeah. We for. are going out to dinner on Saturday night. Where are we going? You dinner? you said you were going to take me out to dinner. Okay. Bernardo Winery. He's supposed to take me out on a date <laughs> on Saturday, but I guess I'm it's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not planned, I the guess. It's all planned. It's all planned yeah. perfectly out. You said you were going to get a, a haircut. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm throwing my hair out. <laughs> He's going to, no he said he was get a fade. No one cares. No one cares. But What's wrong with I normally, hair? I normally cut my hair like skin. It's like skin, like army cut. So I'm growing it out. It's going to, it's a weird, awkward transition period. You should go it out all the way. You know, we'll get there. It'll turn into an Afro, Daryl. Do you really want That's to see cool. an afro? Yeah. He's going to have an afro. That's cool, man. So he's going to go get a, a buzz cut. He's going to put a headband on there. I'm in season two of my life. This is what I call it. Season two starts right now. Oh, season two means more hair. Anyways, okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate it. Leave a comment down below. Like the video on your way out. And uh, be sure to share this with people. Share this with your dental school. Share it with your friends. If you found it helpful. If you don't, <laughs> still share it, okay? Thank you guys so much. Peace. And we'll see you for the... Oh, let me... Daryl, peace out. Later, guys. Peace. Thank you.